0: Would you like to pray? You pray. You pray. Um, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to be here tonight. I am particularly excited to be here. It's the first, first Wednesday I've been able to attend since last December. And um, it's very special to me to be here. This is a very sacred place and time um, to get to come here in the middle of the week. And after what I would imagine most people had a long day at work, So I thank you that we can come here and take a moment to pause and to hear your voice and to meditate on these words and to open our hearts um, for all of the good feelings to pour out through these words that we're singing and the sounds that we're making. Lord, as we adore you and worship you, let it be such a sweet sound to your ear and let it bless us and our hearts as much as it is blessing yours.
1: And the stars in the night I wonder And your lightning in the sky i
0: his presence, choose to understand that the living hope of God is in us. And that we get to sit under his heavy, beautiful, Every moment, not just sometimes.
2: I love that line that you don't hide yourself to tease us. I have a sign, little message board in my kitchen. and Right now, what's written on it says, um, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but the gist of it is, all you need is in this moment. This moment is enough. And... I think sometimes we we know he doesn't hide from us but sometimes when we're chasing after the next moment and the cool thing about this moment like right now like what I'm sh- like in this moment sharing right here that this moment is enough because he's not speaking yesterday he's not speaking tomorrow but he's speaking right now In every single moment, in every single moment, he is present and becoming aware. What Lauren was saying when she was singing, let us become aware of your presence, is let us become aware of this moment so we don't miss him, so we don't forget that he doesn't hide himself, he doesn't hide his everything that we need, we already know is within us. But to feel that in every moment is amazing and to know that if we just soak up the awareness that this moment is all we need. It's more than enough. It is all we need. Um, I know Monday for me, and I'm sure for you guys, was just a heavy, heavy day to wake up to everything that happened in Las Vegas, the, um, was heartbreaking, and, and it's easy to, to, to allow fear to set in, whether it's fear of, of purposing to go out to do, Or fear. We've been talking about um, new beginnings and going after the new thing and to let fear set in with that. And one thing that's cool, let me share this before I get into the scripture I wanted to share, is I so see, and I shared a couple of weeks ago how I feel like this pulpit's going to change. I feel like the way we deliver and unpack messages is going to change and that there's going to be a continual flow, a continual moving forward, a continual that I think I said, if you miss a Sunday, just to make sure you listen online, just to be able to, just to stay in the flow and to continue to feed yourself with what's going on. And it's exciting to me. Um, a couple of years ago, our theme was being. And when I think about that year, and I think about when we had the big sign up there all year, and it was so cool to see and to, sew, and to write on that sign what we, one word that we wanted to become. And that year, when I look back, I see it as, even though we were doing it collectively and corporately, but it was a personal journey. I know it was for me, the whole theme being, this is where we kind of become aware, all right, this is, this is who we are. In him, we live and move and have our being. In him, we are everything. And he is within us. We have all that we need. That became the being. And being started moving from, okay, I'm, I'm aware of who I am. His spirit's within me, and it moves from this being to becoming. Like you start, and I, and I see you guys, and I see people. I mean, literally every single person in this house who's who's been here for a long time, I just start or short time, I start, you just see it. Our conversations are about that becoming. And this year's been the banquet, the table. And the cool thing about being, even though we did it together, and it was such a personal journey, the banquet table, it's like, Man, now we're encouraging each other in this becoming, this awareness of, of doing it together. And that's what this year has been. It's the strengthening. We've been strengthening that becoming for each other with the awareness of what the table is. And what I see coming next year, I know it's dad's job to determine the year, but you can take this or do whatever you want to do with it. come up with a cooler name. David? But, I just see this new beginning, this newness I mean, I feel it, I feel this birthing, and to know that we're doing it together is just the coolest, coolest thing. Um, the scripture I wanted to share in all of it, and I really don't when I first I shared it with a friend this morning, and I shared it with such confidence because I believe in it um until I realized that there there are aspects of my life where I have a deal with fear. Um, but the scripture is, and you know what it, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. The um, Right before Paul writes these words, he had just been encouraging Timothy To stir up the gifts within them. That's that's what set this whole scripture up. Paul's telling Timothy, I want to stir this vision in you. I want to stir this gift within you. And he's telling Timothy, he is saying, God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but you have the power. You have everything you need within you to do it. You have love. You're going to do it in love. You're going to minister to people out of love. And you have a sound mind. And a sound mind comes from a Greek word, sound, meaning a, a sound mind to control. It literally means to save. That you have the, you are, you, a preserved, a kept mind to discipline these thoughts and to take captive everything that says. And when fear creeps up, when fear of Monday creeps up, when all that fear, we have the ability. There's never been a greater time for Eagle's Way to be Eagle's Way. There's never been a greater time for us to walk out. Let me tell you what's inside of you. Let me tell you why you, that you there, there's no fear. Let me tell you, there's never been a greater time to, to be a voice of love, to be a voice of understanding. And when I, and, and I literally thought like Facebook wore me out. It's been wearing me out for a while, but I'm trying to remain. And I think it's important to remain in it take breaks from it, but to remain in it. But we have to, 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 voices of love and understanding tend to go by the wayside when we have fear. But perfect love, perfect love, understanding how someone feels, understanding how and and to be real it's a small group understanding why someone feels strongly about gun control or why someone doesn't feel strongly about gun or feels the opposite understanding perfect love approaching everything out of love cast out all fear and that is you know just been a reminder for me be love be love allow that to cast out fear um Fear is placing faith in the what-ifs. What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? What if what if I put all, invest all this into my kids and they still, you know, screw up? What if I invest all this into my marriage and, you know, this still happens? The what-ifs, the what-ifs, what-ifs. But we cannot let fear determine our decisions. Fear cannot drive our decisions. Chris and I are talking about right now, um, adding on to our house, doing this addition. And it's a big undertaking, both financially and personally and otherwise. And we were talking um, Sunday night, and I just had this statement come out. And here I am talking about being confident and God's not giving us a spirit of fear. And I said, what if something happens to you? Like, I cannot afford this. Like, I cannot keep this up. What if something happens to you? And he looked at me and he just said, we don't ever base our decisions off of a what if. We just do and we move and we go for it. And if God's given you a vision, then He's the he's given you provision and it's within you. So what if? You, we put our faith in the what ifs instead of the what can happen, instead of hope, instead of possibility. Um fear can only exist in your mind, and God has given you a sound mind. Fear is only attached to the future. I think Ralph's always told me that. Fear can't be attached to yesterday. It can't be attached to this moment. We don't have to fear right now in. This moment. I think that's why it's so powerful, again, to continue that awareness because when we are present in the moment, fear cannot exist in this moment. Fear can only be attached to the future. And so what, why do your what-ifs matter? Your what-ifs matter because what you fear reveals most about what you value. What you fear I mean I think as parents as a mom especially our greatest fears you know taking you know making sure our children are always okay because we have our greatest value our greatest value is in that and this is why I feel like partnering when I shared partnering with the right people is so important in your vision in your vision for your family and the vision for your life and 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 everything partnering with the right people is so important um, Big Daddy used to always say, be careful who you share your dreams with. Do you remember that, Mark? He stole? you don't remember that, Mark? You gonna pretend you know that? Be careful who you share your dreams with. And I thought that was so good because he's like, don't share it with the wrong person and they're gonna discourage you, but you share it with people, you share it with these people at this table where they're gonna build you up and remind you of who you are. Um, and what you fear, and this is what hit me so hard today. What you fear the mo- most not only determines what you value the most, but it also determines where I trust God the least. Where I trust Him the least is revealed by my fear. Isn't that something? Where I trust, where what I fear the most reveals where I trust Him the least. And always remind myself, I know with my kids, that there is no big God in me and little God in them. It's the same one. And to if I trust the God in me to take care of me, I always feel like that I'm fine. Why can't y'all, I mean, everybody else be fine because I'm doing fine, right? Not always fine. But you know how sometimes you feel like you can take care of yourself? but It's because God within you is taking care of himself within you. And so it's trusting that God's going to take care of himself within them. And God's going to take care. When the scripture says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And that's where we discipline that mind. Don't lean not on, on, on the way you may be understanding it right now because his understanding is where our understanding needs to be, but lean not on our understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge the, um, acknowledge the fact that what you're believing, accept it as a lie. Acknowledge the fear and and voice the fear. And then once you acknowledge the fear, we overcome it, By acknowledging it and trusting in him. And Colossians says, And setting our mind on things above and keeping it set. Setting it on things above and keeping it set. And we've been taught this over and over and over again. And I think it's so important to... I used to think... I remember sharing with dad one time a message I was going to share. And I'm like, I feel like this is kind of overkill that we've said this so much. And he said, you really, really can't overkill this message. You cannot overkill the reminder to fix your thoughts on everything that is good. Not some things that are good. Not some things that are lovely. Fix your thoughts. Let every single thought be good. And, this, and Colossians says, and set, set your mind and keep it set. Keep it set. And that's what we get to do for each other and help each other is because every once in a while, we're not going to keep our minds set where they need to be set. We're going to allow distractions to come in and for, you know, events to happen or fears to creep in. But when we are positioning around, positioning ourselves around people who continually help us reset, 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 reset. That is how we overcome the fear. That is how we overcome and remember that God does not give us a spirit of fear. Um, This is not a scripture, but it says, I've read it, feed your faith and fears will that will be overcome, will be destroyed, whatever it is. Feed your faith. Whatever you choose to feed in this new beginning and this vision, whatever you choose to give power to, to give ownership to, that is what is going to grow. That is what, and along the way, being able to pause, What when it says do not be um, conformed to this world, that means do not be conformed to... To to what you read on social media, do not be conformed to thoughts of of what a lot of I can't or what if or but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and it's the renewing of the mind that keeps the sound mind, that keeps the disciplined mind, that um and no matter how many times that we do it and we say it and we walk it out it is so easy for for even in for for even in a moment to start attaching ourselves to the future or to the past instead of living in the moment and being renewed because a renewed mind comes from when you are when you have that awareness of the presence of Christ because that's when you are still that is when you hear him that is when you are soaking in his thoughts, and you're not allowing this other stuff. You're not feeding this other. Does that make sense? Um, I know Dad wants to have a moment of prayer, time of prayer, um, how you want to do this for, and just pray because we, we watch things that happen on Monday, and, and we see the devastation, the tragedy and to think about man that is someone's son brother sister daughter and and that and also want to be able to pray that we collectively as a nation seek wisdom and guidance and we make right decisions good decisions and about what to do to to help pre- i mean prevent more things like this from happening and And I believe that that God can speak to and through he 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 spoke through a donkey I he can speak through anybody, and I'm not that came out really really bad. that's not where my heart was in that um but in allowing us to get still and and we get to the more we get still and listen, I believe we can just send an expansion out for. Everyone around us to get still and listen, and for everybody else to get still and listen until collectively, we as a country get still, listen and make good good decisions of, of moving forward, and that just pray for unity, and that perfect love and that love becomes love becomes what people look at us and know us by. Well, you come, do that.
3: Stand together, and I. what I want to do first of all, I want to give a big thank you. A same thank you that was given to me several weeks ago, I want to give it to you, David. I want to give it to Kitty. I want to give it to the praise team, to Lauren. And this is where the big thank you comes from. I was in the parking lot, and y'all know Jim Lewis, how sweet and encouraging man he always is. He came up to me, and he said, he had just tears flowing down his face. He said, Beard, I just want to thank you that it doesn't matter how many people are here on Sunday mornings, you give it all you got. If it's full or half full, you give it all you got. And I was reminded, I I said, uh, Jim, let me tell you why I do that. Because years ago, we had a Sunday morning service, Sunday night service, a Wednesday night service. We had too much service, (laughs) I'll be honest. You don't need a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. You overkill, and you you just burn people out. Uh, So we stopped Sunday night services years ago. But I would give Sunday morning service a whole lot of time because that was what the crowd was. I'd give Sunday night the second most time, and I gave Wednesday night the least time because it was the least crowd. And I just, God just spoke to me and said, Don't you flip that all the way around? And Wednesday night became my college, it became my seminary, it became. The time that i taught the word with more depth and more insight than any other time and who i am today and where i am today is because of that because i i the bible says whatever your hand finds to do do it with all your might doesn't matter how many people are there see one one person one seed can change a whole world you know uh, this was a true story. I don't know where it happened, but I just remember the story. And there was this big crusade. And after it was over, they said, you know, this crusade was such a, uh, not a success. We, one one little five-year-old boy gave his heart to Christ. A five-year-old, little five-year-old boy grew up and passed in one of the largest churches in America. <laughs> was it a success? Not then to them it wasn't a success. Now, huge success. See, we see things, we got to see things the way God sees them. That's, again, I just want to thank you. Always give it all you got. doesn't matter. Give it all you got. And that's good stuff will come out of that. Good stuff will come out of that. And um, in this time of, you know, situation that, that we face, you know, again, we've got to be reminded. That was a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. I'll be honest with you. Nobody needs rifles like that. Nobody needs that. That's for war. That is not for people. We, Yes, I'm not going to preach that. It, yes, it does not me. I I have a gun, but I, it has caused me to just go <clears throat> to, for stuff like that. Anyway, but there's more good than bad. Way, way, way more good than bad. And we've got to focus on the good and not the bad. Right? Not the bad. So Father, I thank you for all the good that's in this nation, in the world. Thank you for all the good things that's happening right now. Thank you for the all the good people who are helping people, who are ministering to people. Thank you for neighbors who are just helping others get their stuff together and, and, and recoup and, and regroup. Thank you, God, for the goodness that you give. Thank you, God, that This earth, you said that because Jesus came, that on earth it was peace and goodwill toward men. And we just proclaim that in our city, in our county, in our state, in our country, in this whole world. This whole world, there's peace and goodwill toward men. The Lord is going to increase of your government. There shall not be any end. It will continue to get better and better and better. And the best is yet to come. And we thank you for it in Christ's name. Everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you.